Godcast. This is episode two, The Secret of the Spoons. And here with me tonight, uh, well, this morning actually, uh, is Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. And I am your other, your other host, uh, Lance John. Um, sorry for the delay for this episode to come out. Just a little bit of technical issues with our, you know, well, well with my mic actually. Um, but we figured it out. Yay. Yay. <laughs> No, it works, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, if um, if you haven't heard the first episode and this is the second episode you're listening to and this is the only, like, this is the only time I'm going to tell you what the show is about, it is a podcast about American Gods, the TV show that is on stars. So, um, you know, adapted from a novel written by Neil Gaiman. So if you don't know what that is, go look it up. <laughs> it's not going to be explained in the other episodes. <laughs> so... Um, you know, but it is what it is. Anyway, let's get started on our, you know, take on this particular episode. Um, so this, this episode aired, uh, last Sunday. So that was like what? May 2nd? No, actually, no, it was like, uh, 7th. 7th. Yes. May 7th. Um, and yeah, so the secret of spoons, um, the name of the um, episode, I believe, what it, from what they said, <clears throat> excuse me, for what they said in um, uh, in their like you know after credit stuff and their you know the extras and stuff that you watch is um they say it comes from a lyric, uh, a lyric from from a song or something like that, so which, which I find kind of interesting, um because it I mean didn't I don't remember like that being showcased it in the uh in this episode because the first episode was called the bone or the born orchard which you saw like you know an entire orchard full of bones you know so that that was kind of representative but did you see anything about spoons or anything like that's like representative of that or maybe i just missed it (laughs) maybe in the kitchen that's all i can think of i know there was a scene where they're in the kitchen and they're cooking and then he has like a cup of coffee but i I don't know. Yeah. I know, yeah. like, uh, there's that scene where... I don't know if it has anything to do with the spoon. I just know that they uh, they take, like, coffee grinds or something to look like mm. look at his fortune or something as opposed to, like, tea leaves. Oh. Oh, yeah. I thought that was um, interesting. <laughs> it was like, yeah. let's, be, let's be different. We're going to use coffee grinds. And I was like, air. <laughs> it looks so nasty, too. I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised uh, if people if people do that as opposed to tea leaves, but then again, if you have coffee grinds in your coffee cup, mm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's know how they're. Coffee. Yeah, I, I I I'm not really sure how they, you know, to figure that one out. But okay, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> it's like it's sure yes, uh, but um, the the part that we're talking about is when Shadow Moon and uh, Mr. Wednesday go to Chicago to get uh, Mr. Wednesday's hammer. Um, and it's literally, yes, there's a hammer. He said it's his hammer, but um, there isn't ha- there is a, a, an actual hammer in the show, but it's wielded by another character or another god, an old god named, um, you know, Chesnaberg. Chez- I, 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 <laughs> I think it's pronounced Chernobog, but I could be wrong. <laughs> No, it sounds yeah, it sounds about right. Chernobog. It's Russian. <laughs> it's Russian. 
<laughs> um, played by Peter uh, Storm, um, Stormare, um, which is, I believe he's French, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, that, yeah, I, think he, I think he's French. So, But, you know, he seems to have this, un, you know, uncanny knack to, like, you know, be a chameleon and figure shit out. <laughs> um, oh, no, he's not French. He's actually born in Sweden. Okay. Oh. Okay, cool. It's even well, that's, more interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> um, um, he does a good accent. I mean, I mean, really I think he does accent. a good accent, unless somebody who's Russian wants to come in and tell me it's a terrible accent. But <laughs> yeah, well, if you want to comment below and say that, go right ahead. <laughs> it's kind of like what Neither we know. One. What we know is a French accent is actually not a real French accent. So no. Yeah, which you know, French <laughs> people get pretty pissed off. It was like, yeah. no, that's not true. <laughs> it's like, that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he plays the old god, um, Chernerberg. Uh, Chernerberg. Ch- you know what? I'm never gonna. Pro- anyway, he plays the ham- the hammer god. <laughs> not sure what he is. And- he's he's supposed to be like a dark god, and then he has a brother who's like. The god that the represents light. light. So they're kind of like, yeah. they represent like the yin and yang from Slav- Slavic mythology, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, like his, he, he does mention his brother at some point because um, he, he tells Mr. Wednesday, I'm not the one you want. The one you want is you want my brother, you know, with the blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, bright smile sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, there, there, you know, at first when he was having a conversation with Shadow Moon, he was he just you know when they were all sitting down eating, and he was like, "Oh, you're black, right?" <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and, you know, everybody, you know, no one else seemed to like, you know, they. I mean, they kind of just looked at him, looked at Shadow to see how he would respond, and he was like, um, you know, he was kind of nonchalant about it, but it kind and I, it made sense later on in the show. Where he was like, you know, oh, he's like the black sheep of his brother or where he comes from. So uh, so that's um, the connection he was making. Yeah, like he was like, oh, you know, because everybody considered him the black god. And then his you know, brother was the white god or, or the good god or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like where he came from, he was, you know, just even though they're all the same skin color where he comes from. They just treated him like shit for you know for whatever reason uh-huh. and stuff like that. So I was like, mm, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting comparison, <laughs> you know, like yeah. how he wins about uh, goes about that. Um, and you know, this particular guy that he's playing has shown up in like multiple different other popular culture stuff as well, apparently. Because I just I just checked out the. Um, what you call it the wikipedia on that particular god mm-hmm. um you know there's apparently they showed up in kingdom hearts so it's like really yeah he uh Chernabog's in kingdom hearts because Chernabog was in uh fantasia a disney movie which uh if you've ever seen fantasia you know the very end of the movie with the crazy gargoyle with all the demons and ghosts uh this the scene itself is called like night on bold mountain um mm. Uh, you know, it's like a famous tune that goes da 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 da. You know, super spooky. Uh, but yeah, that crazy gargoyle that gave him the name Chernabog, and 
yeah, because of that, I guess he's a boss battle in, I think, like, not just one, but two Kingdom Heart games. And it's a really fun boss battle, because it plays that music while you're fighting him, and it comes out so epic. But, uh, but funny yeah. enough, I heard, you know, Disney, with their live-action kick lately, they may make a live-action movie based on Chernabog, which is kind really? of weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that happening. Yeah, because I don't know um, how how that's possible. I think he's in a. I think he's in that show. Uh, uh, what's that show that's on ABC? That's also by Disney. Once upon a time, where oh, is he? Okay, okay. I, well, I, I could see that there too. Yeah. Not that I've ever seen it, but they use basically like every Disney villain in the show. So interesting. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why people like it so much because <laughs> I've never yeah. watched it once upon a time at all. Um, no, I haven't seen either, but I heard like Jafar is in it and Ursula, and they based wow. it on fairy tales, but they use like the names for the characters from like the Disney versions, even though the show is, you know, oh, okay. ABC. Okay, okay, that's oh, that's pretty cool. Because yeah. um, I, I know that. Um, uh, well, according to um, the Wikipedia as well, like apparently the, the character or the name of the character um, was showed up in a Pacific Rim as well. Oh, really? <laughs> the uh, the Russian mech, which is called Cherno Alpha, and ah. named after Chernobog. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, that's interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so, so yeah, Chernobog is making the rounds, man. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, back to the show and stuff. Um, when you know, when Trinobog, you know, that whole scene from like when we're introduced to him, you see him killing a cow with this um bolt gun, and um, you know, he just seems so unmoved <laughs> with everything. Um, and like you know, when he starts talking about the hammer, because you actually get to see the damn hammer this time, and he holds it and it appears to start to bleed and i was like now that was a really insane (laughs) um piece of imagery for me i was just like okay that's creepy i don't know what's happening i think it's cool i mean um i i don't know if it's part of any story where he has a hammer that bleeds but i you know i think it's pretty cool so yeah it was I'm, i'm i don't know much about that lore or his mythology so it's like, um, you know, for it to like, if it does bleed, that's interesting. I don't know how it makes him strong besides him wielding it, you know, because there was the whole conversation between him and Mr. Wednesday saying that we got to prepare for a fight and you can get, you get to show everyone how strong you are. And that's when Chernobyl goes into the whole spiel about his brother, that he's stronger, um, and you know, uh, just better suited for the whole, um, thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but who? I mean, who knows? Maybe that work. Mm. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> we'll we'll see. Because he doesn't well, look we'll particularly strong. But then again, from what we've seen so far, it doesn't seem like you need to look like you're a muscle bound crazy guy to um, do this. You know, to be a god or be really strong or whatever the case may be. Um, so I guess we'll see how that works out um with Chernobog and um you know Mr. Shadow <laughs> as I'm calling yeah. him now um uh and oh. I guess I, oh another part I just realized I guess that part 
part of when he gave his coffee cup to one of the women, the um, the three sisters, mm-hmm. to have his fortune read. Um, <clears throat> that was because they look they looked a little concerned. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess it makes sense because then you had that chess match, the checkers match with Chernobrog, and he was like, "Well, if I win, I get to bash your brains in by sun <laughs> by sunrise." <laughs> and you know, he's like, and, and, and I gotta say, uh, Mister, uh, you know, the, the character of Shadow Moon always kind of surprises me each episode. Um, he's not crazy predictable, you know, like it just. He seems like he kind of got his shit together, but then, like, other episodes, he doesn't seem to really got his shit together. <laughs> he's like, because at one point, he's, like, talking to, you know, the TV god. You know, the the god of um, television? Pop culture? I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that and, scene was crazy with the... What's her name who played? Um, Scully from uh, from X-Files. Right, yeah. Um yeah that was <laughs> yeah that was creepy and having lucy ball talking about you know cursing up a storm and everything like that i thought that was pretty cool <laughs> oh i thought that was great um, yeah i was like oh cool he's not really well he's losing his mind but not quite maybe <laughs> well i think that's that's the reason why he agreed uh to that chess match saying like okay if i lose you can bash my brains in because i don't think he knows quite yet like what reality he's living in like yeah if, if this shit's real uh i okay but he probably thinks this is still all a dream you know the mm. fact that all this is happening so he thinks maybe this is just all in his mind and it's not really happening so mm. you know yeah <laughs> like he because you know earlier in the episode he kept on seeing his dead wife um, um which is uh her name is laura moon um played by emily um browning and so i guess he's probably he probably thinks he's having a bit of a break of reality because of her death um Mm -hmm. which you know is quite common for a lot of people so you know he's just chalking it up to that you know um but there have been mentions of like uh you know mr wednesday and the um what's her name when he spoke to clarice um lichman's character uh zora zora yeah, I'm just gonna call her Zora because I ain't pronouncing her last name. Nope. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, very long uh, Russian name. Uh, it's, yeah, they're Zora Vrachanaya, I think it's pronounced. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and that, but then there's Zora Uchenaya. U- so I don't know which one. <laughs> I forget which one's which. One is one of them, um, and she she says, you know, oh, he's not ready like or he's not part of our world and he you know he's like oh no i'm just easing in <laughs> like <laughs> i was like i think he might need more than just just an ease in you know what i'm saying um might need to uh tell him a little bit more what the hell is going on because he seems to be you know like he's losing his grip on reality a bit but it seems like the type of stuff he's seeing um if it's good stuff like from his wife or whatnot he's okay with that you know, talking to a television, a bunch of televisions in a department <laughs> store, not so much. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because um, I'm curious, like, did anybody else notice those TVs? Was he the only one in the store? Like, if this is real, yeah. why didn't yeah. anybody else see this? Uh, unless it was only meant for him, so. I have a feeling it was probably just meant for him. And, you know, 
however that's supposed to go around um because if you like when you look at it it's like everybody else in the store seemed to kind of disappear you you didn't even hear the other like you didn't hear other audio from the rest of the store either it just seems to like drown out or whatnot before all we knew he probably could have just been standing still looking <laughs> and, <laughs> and everything else was just happening in his head you know yeah um for you know just to to i don't know hide yourself as a god sake or whatever um but these new gods are pretty interesting because um, it's you know she this particular god she's I'm guessing she's she's kind of like a old new god if that makes sense yeah. because she's been around since the invention of the television so and she says that it's even better than lamb's blood so <laughs> you know so attention in time yeah. yeah I mean it makes sense the fact that uh they're not putting their time into, you know, use lamb's blood to <laughs> to, uh, to sacrifice to a, you know, to a god. Mm. They're just giving all their time and attention to the screen, and I guess it gives birth to a new god, so, and it happens to take the form of Lucille Ball, so, yeah. it's just surprising. Yeah, I think Jillian Allenson did a pretty good job with that. Um, she looked a lot like her too. Yeah, uh, it was so creepy. I was like, "Whoa, wow!" Their makeup artist is great. Um, yeah. um, but her god name is just called Media. So there you ah, go. Ah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, her, her god name is just Media. So, so we have and a that god... could mean anything, really. Yeah, because we it. we have a god of technology and we have a god of media, and I'm curious mm -hmm. what the other new gods are supposed to be. So yeah. So those are like the new introduction there. Um, we didn't see Technical Boy in this one or Mr. World. Um, you know, they were mentioned. I, no, actually, no, Mr. World wasn't mentioned. I think he was just credited in the episode. But, oh. um, we, you know, I can't wait to see Crispin Glover's, um, you know, hit, do his thing. Because I really like him <laughs> as well. Um, but um, I'm we should I'm talk hoping about I'm hoping to see more of Orlando Jones. I thought that. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. That introduction. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, no. Mr. Nancy. Yeah, that beginning was freaking awesome. <laughs> Orlando Jones was... is a fantastic actor, and he's come a long way since uh, Mad TV and uh, Make Seven Up Yours. So, <laughs> like, yeah, he definitely has come a long way. He's you can see he's honed his craft over the years, and man, you know him playing Compe and Nancy, um, as they, you know, as a the um, characters in the show were pronouncing his name. Um, just chilling. Just like, whoa. <laughs> you know, it's like, damn. That is so cool. Um, you know, he came down in a really sharp suit. You know, I thought it was just a really cool, interesting take on that particular character. You know, yeah. how they were asking, because, you know, like they started because each episode starts out with people coming to America, and this one happens to be in a slave ship this time, and um, where the African slaves were um, asking, one of them in particular was asking for help, um, through you know praying by praising him and everything like that, and he shows up, um, you know, and he gives a, he gives a very chilling speech about what is in store for Africa uh, for Amer uh, for Africans in the future for mm -hmm. you know for them in that on that land on that new land and 
you know, he more or less gets them angry, tells them to more or less burn the damn place down. You know, it's a it's a <laughs> one slave. You're gonna die that. at least, die with dignity or or something. So, but, right, yeah. But I heard so that he was intentionally trying to get them to burn to the boat that. because yeah. he's considered a trickster god. So, which is why I don't I don't know why uh, he was being prayed to in the first place since he's a trickster god. But I don't know too much about Anansi except that he's a spider. So. Right, yeah. So it's like that one is um is a little weird, but from from everything I've ever learned about Anansi, even from a child, it's he's always he's not to be trusted, <laughs> but he he's praised anyway. Um, so you know, it's like uh, it's like you know, there's been children's books about him. Lots of um, he's popped up in multiple different things. Uh, that particular character over the years during you know through pop culture from like since the you know 60s on onwards and stuff like that um sometimes depicted as you know just just a mis- he's mischievous but it's like good intention and other times he's like you know stealing the knowledge of the world or <laughs> destroying <laughs> entire villages because he's bored you oh, know and yeah like that sort of thing so it can well, it can get pretty dark with him. I heard that scene was actually in the books, but it wasn't a Nanzi. It was it was like another god they were praying to, and I don't know if the boat still burned down. I just heard that that scene was in there. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um, that makes sense. Um, well, I mean, I, I, like again, we haven't read the books. Uh, well, book, um, which I plan on reading the book after the show is finished, so I can get like a bit of cross-section perspective because i wanted to go into the show cold because i don't want to <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't want to like because you know when you read a book and then you watch a show you're like no this doesn't make sense and i don't like this or anything like that and i don't want that to ruin it for me because mm-hmm. yeah uh, i'm not saying it would ruin it but just you know just don't want to do it yeah i have yeah. i've heard so many people say like you should read the book before watching the show or you won't get it and i said well a show is meant to appeal to audiences and be an introduction to audiences who haven't read the book. That's what it's supposed to do. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm quite okay with that. And it does make me want to read the book. I'm a Neil Gaiman fan. So it's not, so it's like, it's not that big of a deal to either read the book before or after for the show. Um, I'm okay with what the show is showing so far. And, it, it can fire up my imagination even further when I read the book. So we'll see, you know, how it all plays out. But yeah, okay. man, I'll end, I'll end I started reading, a, I started reading a, a Song of Fire and Ice after watching Game of Thrones. So ah, okay. So you, you get to see the different, you know, the perspectives, like how this change over time or whatever, or what changes they made. I always find that interesting. And uh, I think it's a pretty cool thing. But... Yeah, Alanda Jones in American Gods as a Nancy, top notch. I can't wait to see him in the other episodes. I think he's in, in like the next six or something like that. I think um, so. I think yeah, he's supposed so to be a main character. One of them, right? Yeah. And he's definitely an old god, so we'll see if he joins them <laughs> in this yeah. fight against the new gods and stuff like that. And last but not least, you know, Belquis. She's back. Oh yeah. And yeah, and you know she's back um, in this episode, and she's doing her thing. She's um, <laughs> just, you know, because 
from now Robert. they kind of give us a they give us a glimpse of what people like when she envelops people um consumes them or whatever they kind of give us a glimpse of what they might be seeing or where she stores them it seems like she has the universe in her <laughs> so, I, yeah because they showed that scene where like you just see a, a naked man floating in space and it's like what is going on and then when they show what's actually happening i'm like oh 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah, i'm still trying to figure out it's like does she get like does she get temporarily bigger is just that the way the camera looks or because i'm trying to figure that out and i was like oh, okay that's interesting um and you know from the first episode you can see that her partners are experiencing like blissful pleasure and they're not even like feeling that they're being enveloped into her like they, they, she's been observing them and it's like oh okay so i guess this is the best lay ever and i'm gonna die smiling anyway <laughs> but probably, I, I think they're probably so euphoric at that point it's like <laughs> it's like whatever <laughs> and it's like um and it's you know we're still trying to figure out like i'm we're not really sure why she's doing it besides you know the obvious of feeling worship or needed and again um you know and we, and we discussed uh, uh, more about her in the first episode so she can go back and listen to that um you know to you know where she where where she comes from and stuff like that as a deity and you know how she's um worshiped back when she was a queen and all that um but it seems like what she's trying to do is either build her strength back up or maybe mr wednesday called her until like yo get your stuff ready <laughs> we, we don't really know um and but there is one part that was really interesting where she was standing in what seems to be a museum um that was like about her in a way um if i'm not mistaken yeah, that's and... that's. I think that was the implication. The fact that she walks into this museum and there's like an exhibit with like a. It looks like an old statue, and then there's like a case with like it looks like there's body jewelry in the case. So I'm not quite sure what her intention is yet. I, I'm wondering if she actually enjoys what she does. Uh, but. But yeah, I don't know if she's trying to return to her former glory, but mm -hmm. I don't know how long she's she's been around because I know that the figure itself has been around for thousands of years. But, you know, American Gods is about people who bring their beliefs, you know, to America. So she's probably been around for maybe like a couple of hundred years at most. So, yeah, because it's um, I found it uh, interesting, like. The way they're trying to, like, you know, portray that, like, this is what happens when you come to America. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really work out that well for gods as well. You know, some of them mm -hmm. kind of like bums. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, for her, it's, it's just we're still trying to figure out what that's all about, what's going on with her. And, you know, her scenes are always pretty, you know, very sexual um, and... So if you have kids in the room when this comes on, you might want to tell them to go someplace else. Um, <laughs> Same with parents. If your parents want to sit down with you and like, oh, what's this show about? Like, mm, <laughs> nope. Worse than Game of watching it with Game of Worse than watching Game of Thrones with your parents. Which, oh, I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why people do, but yeah, right. yeah. 
So, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll find out more what Bill Chris is going to be doing um, in the show because she's in all eight episodes of the season. So oh, um, hopefully, they re- yeah, they reveal more about her and her character uh, and her like, you know, motivations and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I would say, you know, check it out, guys. If you haven't started watching the show, start watching the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's only I'm, two episodes I'm- in. I'm totally looking forward to more. I mean, it's weird, so I still <laughs> I still don't have a clear uh you know, opinion for it yet, but I definitely want to see more cuz it's yeah. it's piqued my interest, so Yeah, I I get my I, I would say our opinions would probably be clear at the end of like, you know, the um season and we'll see how all that runs down at some point. Um yep. but Anyway, guys, uh, this brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, we appreciate you for listening. You can definitely find this podcast on Stitcher and Google Music Play. Uh, you know, wherever you um, get your, you know, get your podcast from, you should be able to find us. Still waiting on the iTunes approval process. Um, we haven't really, you know, heard anything back yet from them, so we'll see what happens. And uh, you know, we appreciate you guys for listening and see you in the next episode. Bye guys.